Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. So now please welcome our next storyteller, who is Clemen Wilcox. And she is um, an entrepreneur and the founder of Clemen Wilcox and Associates and Everything Spanish. And she hopes to be a link between the Anglo and Hispanic cultures in Iowa. Welcome, Clemen. Let's see, microphones are not my expertise. Okay. Have you ever seen those commercials on TV about DNA tests? The ones that you send your saliva away and they tell you who you are? <laughs> I always laugh when people were saying that they grew up being German, but they end up being Ukrainian. I was like, that's never going to hap happen to me. I, I mean, I was born in Colombia, South America. My father is Afro-Colombian. My mother is a light-skinned Colombian with some indigenous background. So when my husband decided to give me one of those tests for Christmas, I was like, he wasted his money. I already know my heritage. <laughs> I mean, I was obviously black indigenous and Spanish, right? Wrong. <laughs> when I received the results and I read the first listing, one quarter of me was Native American. Okay, that made sense. Uh, but wait a second. What is this second listing? 19% Southern European? What does that mean? Okay, I read the description. South of France, Italy, and Greece. Chardonnay, pasta, served by the Greek. I mean, that wasn't me. Where was my paella, sangria, flamenco dancing in my jeans? I mean, I mean, I always thought my strongest heritage was Spanish. And this test was saying that I was only 5%, 5% of my makeup was Spanish. This wasn't the very first time that I had to confront a definition of me that didn't seem to match how I saw myself. My father is the youngest of seven dark-skinned children. My mother is the fourth of lighter, six lighter skinned children. So when they got married, their families didn't accept their union. Because in Colombia, marrying other races wasn't welcomed. So when I, 
I didn't grow up like other families, like other Latino families receiving, being, making these big Sunday meals and constantly visit, visiting with relatives. My siblings and I didn't resemble any, anyone in our family, not our mother or not anyone else. I was sent to a private school because as my parents said, Education is the only inheritance you are going to receive. Okay. So one day I was in kindergarten and this set of twins, uh, twin girls from my class chased me during the break time. They ran around, around me in circles and they were screaming. Little black girl, little black girl. And pulling up my uniform. I went home and cried. And I don't remember, I was very small. But I remember telling my mother, like how her child does, I am not going back there. And my mother looked deep into my eyes and said, Clement, your skin is not going to change. Your hair is not going to change. The only thing you can change is what is inside your head. You can grow smarter. You can fight and beat them with your intelligence. So I worked hard. I became an engineer, I felt that n there was nothing I could not accomplish. And then I moved to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know a single word of English. Everything felt foreign. I had to answer so many questions, so many forms and questionnaires all from immigration to school registration, and all of them asked, what's your race? And I was like, where is the bags for Spanish, black, and indigenous? <laughs> it wasn't there. Hispanic, I answered, which by the way, is not a race, but a census group. <laughs> Even though I answered Hispanic, People in America identify me as black. And honestly, I never knew what it meant to be black until I came to America. Because there are deeply ingrained stereotypes that come with being black in America. Oh, you are an athlete, right? Wow, you don't dress like blacks. Is your hair real? Believe me, those are questions that I have been asked. Today we call those microaggressions. And I always answer each time with kindness. Yes, it is my real hair. But there are stereotypes that I cannot overcome just with being nice. I was told once at a lunch place, we don't serve your kind. 
I cannot go to the grocery store in sweatpants because I am questioned and look suspiciously while a white woman in yoga pants gets ignored. I have lived here more than a decade and I am still adjusting to the definition or the focus on race here in the US and how much people want to put me in that box. My husband is adjusting to. Uh, I married the man I love, who happens to be as white as you can get. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> suddenly and unintentionally, I found myself playing out my parents' life. But don't get me wrong, it's not like our families didn't accept our union. Well, they didn't even have a chance because we got engaged on a Friday and married the following Thursday. <laughs> but what I mean is society looks at us with judging eyes. What is this white man doing with that black woman? In a, in a trip to Washington DC with my husband, all the excitement about seeing the nation's capital on a 4th of July got interrupted when we were crossing the Memorial Bridge. There was a white blonde woman with small kids and she was looking at us frowning and saying something, I don't know, about the Civil War and about my race. My husband let my head go and walk towards her and said, and we won. The North won. <laughs> of course, I was so surprised. Because my husband is an introvert. And sometimes he barely notices when we get mistreated as a couple. But that day, he too felt discriminated against. And all because we didn't feed this woman, little boxes about how the world should look. Uh, when I received this test, I also realized that my heritage was much more than what can be determined in a lab or what you can see in a mirror. I feel that I am made up of my family stories, the tales of fooling around with my siblings, the deep love of my marriage, the equations I learned at the school, the tests I took, the heart cries I had, the joy, the adventure, the drama, the life experiences. And while my race and my looks play a role into all of that, those are not the only boxes I am willing to live within. Also, at my surprise, when I saw the test results, I realized that I had my own stereotypes about how people should look or act. 
I, I, sorry. I like, uh, I like, I don't like the word diversity. Sorry, I am trying to calm down a little bit. I don't like the word diversity. I like the word community. Because a good community doesn't separate people out by physical attributes. It instead groups people that may get along. I enjoy just connecting people. They may have similar interests, similar lives, similar jobs. Because I believe that when we have the opportunity to share a moment with someone, race, origin, gender, sexual orientation should not matter. I have met many people through my life in Colombia, in the US, and other, in other countries, and they have taught me so much. So that's saliva that I sent away, and the results that came back only made it clear, made clear something that I already knew, and is that DNA alone does not define who we are. I am. Yeah. I am the still evolving product of multiple races, multiple cultures, and life experiences. I am blended. Thank you. <laughs>